the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. doing what did I do wrong what is going to go what is going on have I served the Lord in vain have I served, served the Lord in vain but you have not served the Lord in vain hallelujah God has a way of surprising all of us and I think it's nice if the money comes like this because you see because the money didn't come you live a very tight life so when it comes like boom <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. I see your miracle on the way. Listen to me. Any money or anything that is due that Satan has put his hand on it, I release it in the name of Jesus. I say, I release it in the name of Jesus. I say, I release it in the name of Jesus. It shall be yours. I say, it shall be yours. Any money that the devil has put his hand upon it in your life, I release it. Amen. I release it. Amen. Those who owe you will pay. Amen. I said those who owe you will pay. Amen. I said those who owe you will pay. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You will receive your bonus. Amen. Listen, Christmas is coming. All of you are going to get your bonus. I said you are going to get your bonus. You are going to get your bonus. You are going to receive your bonus. This Christmas you are going to get your bonus. You will not be left behind. Amen. Hallelujah. I release it. I said, I release it. Do you know why I said I release it? Because you see, you see they overcame him. <coughs> Do you understand? By the, by the, 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 the blood of the lamb. When I heard the testimony, what is that like that? Is that the, 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 when I heard the testimony, what, what minister, he ministered to me, or what the Spirit told me is that take it as a seed and plant it to release people's money. So your money will be released. Amen. I say your money will be released. Amen. Your bonus will be released. Amen. This Christmas you get bonus. Amen. I say you get bonus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad you came. You, you, came you, you just came in right in time. You just walked right in time. You will receive your bonus. Amen. Hallelujah. This Christmas, yeah. Tell you. You get your bonus like something. Hallelujah. Amen. And some of you, what's going to happen? That money that you don't expect will come your way. Amen. Money that you don't, see, there's nothing more fantastic than money that you don't expect. Yes, and I've had a few of those monies before. It's very nice. I say it's very nice. <laughs> It's like suddenly when they when they, 
Suddenly, when the paycheck comes in, the thing has bumped and said, Hey! May that be your story. I said, May that be your story. Hallelujah. Any money that's owed you will be paid. Any money that's owed you will be paid. I prophesy any money, they will pay it. It will be paid. It will be paid. It will be paid. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. It's a nice testimony. Hallelujah. We serve a living God. Amen. Are you ready to receive more about Lycos? Hallelujah. The layman. Yep. Tell you. You serve me. Hallelujah. If you serve me. If you obey and serve me. Your days will be in prosperity and your years will be in pleasure. Hallelujah. Amen. Look, it's good to trust God. Because see, this testimony, this testimony has a lot of depth to it. And I'll show you why. Jehovah Jireh, you see? If you don't have a certain faith and a certain belief and a certain trust in God, when you go through times like this, it leads to agitation. And the agitation leads to sometimes, not even bitterness, the agitation leads to stupid behavior. Suddenly, you don't think through. You are sending memos. You are insulting. <laughs> you are yes, and sending memos, insulting, calling for meetings after all these years. And then what it leads to is that at the end of the day, since a lot of things is based also on relationship, you will get what you get, but they'll cut you off. Yeah. You will get what you get, but they'll cut you off. That's it. No, but they'll cut you off. See, but when you demonstrate this patience, which the Bible said that, let us be followers of them, who through patience inherited the promise. When you demonstrate that patience, suddenly, even when they find that they've made them, they did themselves, they're apologetic. They feel that they owe you. <laughs> they understand. They understand. And, and, and so, so inherited the promise. And suddenly, it also reveals a certain character in you, which makes them see that now we can even promote you because you are a lion. That's what it is. That you can lead. But you could have just run your mouth and be angry. No, but it's a good, it's a bad behavior. Because you pay for it. They don't say you are ensnared by the words of your mouth. Yeah. Some of you, when things are not going back, you talk nonsense. Watch your mouth. It's a little you say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. No, but words are like arrows. You have already spoken it. Yes. That's what the Bible said. A, a, fool is, a, fool is, a fool is revealed in the multitude of words. I'm sorry. You see, but words are like arrows. So even though you can come back and say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, that's not what I meant. No, the arrows have been shot. That's what the Bible says, you are ensnared. You see, 
what I'm trying to tell you that, you see, don't, for, don't, 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 don't downplay the importance of the word of God on your life. And the fact that coming to church, you see, you, you may not see anything, oh, like you don't think anything has happened, but a lot of things has happened to you. Just by being in church, a lot of things have happened to you. You have been transformed in a way that you are not even aware. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because, and that's where, this is where the prophet comes in. So suddenly, because the normal reaction, you will talk nonsense. And angry. Fine, and then they will give it to you, but they will cut you off too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Let us be followed. So sometimes it is wisdom to keep quiet. Even if, you see, that, that's why the Bible said that it is in the honor of a king. You see, it is in the honor of a king to overlook a matter. It's in the honor of a king. I, am I preaching to you? Yes. To overlook a matter. Sometimes the, the, the fact that you are, you are a king or you behave like a king is that you don't respond to every nonsense. So those of you who have the attitude, hey, listen, come. I don't like the way you're talking. Come, come. You are, you are behaving like a fool. Sometimes you need to, like even as a pastor, you have to overlook things. What the Bible said, the ability to overlook things makes you a king. It makes you honorable. That yes, you have the right to prosecute the king, but you just overlook it. Yeah. So when you are prosecuting everything, we need to talk, we need to talk, we need to talk. It shows how base you are. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's not because don't call it. I'm playing. You are not playing. You are a fool. You are low. Because when you are a king, you can actually see a wrong and wink your eye over it. It's because it's, it's normal. The discretion of a man deferred his anger, and it is it is glory to pass over a transgression. Hallelujah. Amen. So this, that's a good testimony. Because I, I could have told you what, I could have told you which other ways will have gone. I can tell you that. You can talk about you'll talk about your nonsense and then okay, fine, okay. This after that, we're reviewing, we're doing budget, we're restructuring, and we find that your service is no longer. And legal, there's nothing you can do. Bye bye. I'm preaching to some of us because some of us have, I'll take you to court. I'll, you have too much, I'll take you to court. But sometimes it's an honor to... <laughs> I'm going I'm to sue you. I'm going to sue you. Keep on suing. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are blessed. Amen. But I can say it clearly that her behavior... It's more of a reflection of... Because I don't think before she became serious, she would have behaved like that. No. <laughs> the huh? the uh-huh, this girl. The mouth and the words. The, the mouth and the, the words. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So you yourself, you don't even know how much you have changed by the word. Yes, you don't know how much you have changed by the word. 
this is the word at work. Before, because I don't think before. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. That is why we have to be. You see, I'm showing you about the power of the word and the Holy Ghost. See, that is why don't take it upon yourself to correct any, to, to change people. Don't take it upon yourself to change people. You can't change anybody. The Bible said that when the spirit of truth comes, he himself will convict men of sin. Of the, see, a lot of change, leave it to the Holy Ghost. Don't become anybody's personal Holy Ghost. He himself. The Holy Ghost has the ability to change all of us. Hallelujah. Amen. So this thing that you are insisting that somebody must change by all means, you are making a mistake. The Holy Ghost. When he comes. Hallelujah. Yeah. When the Holy Ghost comes, he will change. In fact, it's just, I can tell you, I can tell you even tonight before I go into my message. That's one of the reasons why I am not really keen on marriage counseling. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> I, I'm just, just in case you are that's one reason I'm not very sort of keen or enthusiastic about marriage counseling. And I'll tell, it's a teaching service. It's a teaching service. Because, you see, most of the, it's the word of God that corrects people. And most of the things about marriage and life, is preaching the sermon already. It's in the way. I preach it all the time. So, you understand? I preach with the fire. You understand? So, if after all that you still have, uh, I have to come and sit for the two of you in your house for hours, which usually lose to, I agree with him, I don't agree with you, I agree with you, I agree with you. It's, it's, it's more like, okay, I agree on this point. I don't agree on this point. I agree on this point. Then, then it, it's more at, at, at the point, it becomes like, I am trying to judge. I am trying to correct you. I'm trying to be on one side. See, and, and, and what inv invariably happens is that when you leave that night, one person is happy, one another is angry. By the time you leave, one is happy, one is angry. Hallelujah. So you realize that you are trying to change things without the Holy Ghost. So rather, that's, that's what I believe that look, anybody who is a Christian and has been a Christian for a while, you don't need a pastor to come and sit in your house overnight. The preaching of the word and your quiet time should change you. Hallelujah. Because it's the Holy Ghost that it's the Holy Ghost that convicts. It's the Holy Ghost that convicts. So when you need someone to come and sit in your house and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk, look, at the end of the day, I have that is the reason why, you see, that's the reason why when the guy came to Jesus Christ. He said, Look, Lord, tell my brother to share the property with me. You see, once again, you see, dispute settling. Dispute settling. Dispute settling. And Jesus knew the consequences of dispute settling. He said, hey, man, 
who made me a judge? Because this person always go, puts you, makes you a judge because you'll agree with one and disagree with one. somebody and you come and the pastor comes inside. That's dispute settling. At the end of the day, somebody, a church member does a, a, a deal with another member and they bring the pastor in. It's dispute settling. At the end of the day, you end up judging. And one person is happy, one person is annoyed. That is why a minister must stand in the microphone, must stand in the microphone and preach the gospel. And let the Holy Spirit, because if you have cheated somebody and you hear a good sermon and you are a Christian, you know you have cheated a person. <laughs> I don't have to come and tell you what he did was wrong. If you are a Christian, if you are a Christian and you have slapped your wife, do I have to come and tell you that? <laughs> avoid dispute certainly in your ministry because it makes you a judge. Because when you hear, when you hear, you probably know that this one was right, this one was wrong. And that just, that immediately changes your role to a judge. Yeah. So rather allow the Holy Ghost to convict people. He himself. He's the greatest. Look, when, when, when you yourself come to a realization of what you did is wrong, you change better than this type of mini I can't care. Do you understand what this I should say? That's not the Holy Ghost convicting. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm preaching already. I'm preaching already. Because you totally don't agree, but you are saying it out of respect. Because the pastor said, but You don't agree. You don't agree at all. But because, well, I mean, I, I wasn't going to do it, but because of reverend, it means you don't agree. <laughs> That's what it is. It means that you personally don't agree, but because of reverend, out of respect for reverend. That's why I would change. See, that's not the Holy Ghost. When He comes, He will convict you. You are lucky that Reverend came to the house. You are very. <laughs> you are lucky that Reverend came to the house. You are very lucky. You know, you know like you see. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
May the Holy Spirit convict us. I say, may the Holy Spirit convict us. Amen. That's conviction. That's such a one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, we're still talking about lay people, lay people in the ministry, like us. And um, one of the things, one of today, I'm talking about the lay ministry as a good example. Okay, or good volunteers. Hallelujah. And like I was, like where I left off last week, Tuesday, I was telling us that even when somebody who's laid does something for not being paid, it sets a good example for others to follow. Hallelujah. Like I was sharing with us, I told you like, even with the outreach, it was deliberate. I intentionally made the men's fellowship start because I wanted an example setting. Hallelujah. Because I knew that if I say the choir should start, <laughs> if I say the choir should start, they will do. I won't say they will, they will do. But see, there are no meaty people in the choir. <laughs> Not yet. You understand? So, when the choir starts, and it's the turn of the ashes, those but the choir people now, who are they? They have nothing to do. That's why they can go for outreach. We are busy. We will work. We are busy. This, that's, that's what they will say. This Lydia and Fishimon, let me come on. What? They don't have, they won't take it serious. But when I set the men's fellowship, Brother Julian Benoni, when they go, Immediately when you say, hey, they went. Then you have. <laughs> then you got to see, you know what I'm saying? Suddenly you see that, mm, the people who are involved are a good example. Hallelujah. It's the same. That's why the lay ministry is a good example. When you see somebody who is serving the Lord, he's doing things, he's going and coming. And obviously not getting any financial reward per se. You still get a financial from the Lord anyway because the Lord has paid him. <laughs> financial per se. It becomes a good example because when people are, when somebody is doing something and even if they are genuine, once they are being paid, you are not sure. Because people will say that. Even, even those who are not very genuine, it still makes some other people begin to doubt that. So if you are not paid, will you do it? Do you understand what I'm saying? Even though some of them genuinely would do it anyway. It's just that a bonus that they are being paid. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because I know a lot of our full-time pastors who would do it anyway. Hallelujah. A good example is our bishop. When he entered the ministry, he would do it anyway. Hallelujah. And you can see from us as a good example. Amen. I mean, I've got has blessed me with a lot of money. That's not why he went to the ministry. I know him, but that's not why he went to do it at all. When he took the decision, he even said to himself, even if I don't travel again for the rest of my life, I'll be okay. You see, th- th- I'm talking about a good heart. This is somebody who used to fly first class with his dad. And suddenly he said, God has called me. I'm not going to become a doctor. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to see the people. And, 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 and was prepared to take the consequences of eternal poverty. Do you see the difference? 
It's like, look, if, got, if I don't get anything at all and I'm stuck here, I will do it. So such a person, if by now he's even blessed, and some people think that, oh, now look at you. See, people may miss it, but they, you don't know the man's heart. Like we said, when I was with Manila, you know, my, our classmates are from, I don't know what, this all WhatsApp all over the place. WhatsApp group by classmates and many you have one like your classroom. You left, right? <laughs> I, I don't blame you. I mean, there was a whole sample by WhatsApp group by the medical school, my class. And then they keep on asking whether he would like to join. Man is busy enough to, <laughs> busy enough with Lighthouse, let alone add. <laughs> so I was just talking about him when we went my line. So it's okay, maybe you should give them the number. But they need a the picture. Then we, I took a picture with him, the four of us. When I saw the picture, I said, hey, this is how they were insulted. <laughs> For once, for once, both Bishop, Sister Mami, and my wife were wondering that since when did I become sober? Because I'm usually the loud one. I said, I beg. For once, they were all shocked. They said, hey, since when did you become sober? I said, hey, it's picture that you're going to take <laughs> stand in this hotel. Hey, you know how those? I beg you, even me, I won't send this picture. <laughs> I still haven't sent it. They keep on saying, I still haven't sent it. And I was surprised when Bishop told me that it doesn't matter. It's all, send it to them. No, I don't care. But I still haven't sent it because <laughs> <laughs> it's no obedience. I said the prosperity, you must hide it all. And stand that insult. And so it's a good example of a lay minister. Amen. <laughs> Please, I want my peace. <laughs> Hallelujah. Nah. It's a good example. Amen. Amen. And now, let's talk about the example setting ministry of volunteers, which is the lay. Wow. You see, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 2. For lay ministry is, is, is a, uh, the, the, it's, it's an example of it shows an example of zeal. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse two. For I know the forwardness of your mind, for which I boast of you to them in Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal had provoked many. And your what? And your and, and your what? You see, to me, I'm talking about even. You can call it how to be a good lay person. One of the things you require to be an, a good lay person is zeal. Amen. Thank you. You need to be zealous. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because why do you need zeal? Because it's difficult. Hallelujah. So if you are not zealous, if you are not somebody who has the passion of the Holy Spirit, you won't do it. You need a fire burning inside you to say that yes, I am going to work and after that I come to church. Because tomorrow when you go to work and you are tired because you are here, people wonder (laughs) 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 
So it's your zeal. And, and, and zeal is fire, fire inside your bones. You see, that is why without a certain point, that's why Jesus Christ said, the zeal of my father's house has consumed me. You need to be zealous for Christ to be an effective volunteer in the church. Yeah. Oh yeah, you need, to, you need to be zealous. A certain zeal is required. You see, this type of lukewarm attitude cannot make you a good volunteer or a good lay person. You need zeal. You need to be zealous. You need passion. Hallelujah. You need the zeal. The ability, look. I mean, I mean, 90% of you came from work and tomorrow morning you are all going to work. And some of you are waking up early. So without a certain zeal for the work of the Lord, I'm talking about zeal here. Passion. Hallelujah. See, we, we need passion. We, see, the, the thing about passion is that when you are passionate about something, you don't see the difficulty involved. When you are passionate. When you are passionate about something, you don't see the obstacles. Hallelujah. Yeah. Passion. Zeal. It consumes you. In fact, to the point that when you are passionate, you, are, you, you don't reason. Oh yeah, you don't reason. Yeah, when you are passionate about something, you 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 cease to be logical, and you need to serve the Lord with passion. That's a love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all my, with all your soul. You need passion. Yeah, passion is needed. Amen. So you can, you, you you cannot be a passionless Christian. Then you cannot do the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You must have a certain fire. And you must, so, so that's why you must pray for passion. You must pray for zeal. Certain fire. Yeah. Because when you have, when you don't have that fire, you can't, you can't do the work. Yeah. Not for long. Not for long. If, if, you see, please, I, I beg you, don't, don't just, do because people are asking you to do. I'm begging you. Have your own personal conviction. Have your own fire. Have your own passion. That is why, that is why, that is why one of the most stupid reasons for a relationship, you know, my friend said she's okay, so I should marry him. Come on, don't do Let the goal by your own conviction. Not because your friend says she's nice. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Because you need passion. You need conviction. When somebody is passionately in love, they don't even behave right. That's the reason why you jump over your father's wall. I'm preaching. I'm asking you. I mean, you, you, look, you look, first of all, look at your height. Your height is like this. And the wall is like this. And you are, because you are passionate with that boy, you are jumping over a wall. Something that. <laughs> I'm 
don't know. Yeah, jump over a wall at your height in the wall because you are a girl passing, passing. Because she came to stand behind the window and said. <laughs> Philadelphia to New York every Tuesday night. It's not logical. That's passion. That's passion. Hallelujah. Necessity is laid upon me. Hallelujah. Yeah, passion. So we cannot do this work without passion. That is why, that's why from the, you need to pray for fresh oil. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean now, look, this same, you see, this same passion that we had before, now that the thing has gone, even the person said, walk from here, they said, what, 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 what kind of nonsense is that? What should I come? The same person that you were jumping wall for, after many years of marriage, now when the person says, nonsense <laughs> there, Hallelujah. Amen. So we need passion. Amen. 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 It's, a, it's a ministry that requires passion. Hallelujah. Amen. May you love the Lord with passion. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Zeal of my father's house has consumed me. Amen. Amen. That's the reason why a lot of, people, a lot of us struggle. Struggle because you don't have a certain fire. You remember when you got born again? How zealous you were? How zealous you were? It's the same as my first love. Passion. In fact, the whole thing about first love is passion. And God requires passion from you. I can talk about first love. The whole thing about first love is passion. That's why I say, I have something against you. Because you have forgotten your first love. 
Because first love, the cardinal sign of first love is passion. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, one time a young couple was getting married in our church. And um, the beloved came. He wasn't in my mother. He, he came. And as they were walking around, I told the person, somebody else in the church, that, oh, this is so and so are going to get married. This is the beloved. This experienced person told me, are you sure? And I said, why do you say so? He said, I was watching them. I didn't see the sparkle. Then she told me this thing. He said, mm, are you sure? I did not see. I didn't see the sparkle. Didn't see the thing. I didn't see. I was watching. I was stealing glances at them. I didn't see. And 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 I said she was a prophet. They went ahead and married, but very soon they divorced. It's a true story I'm telling you. Many, many, many years ago. Because you see, the thing about first love is passion. And God wants your passion. That's why he said, I have something against you. That you have forgotten about your first love. Hallelujah. Amen. You cannot serve God without passion. When passion goes out of your, when passion, the passion goes out. Because when the passion is there, you wake up and have your quiet time. When the passion is there, you worship. When the passion is there, you read your Bible. When the passion is there, you witness. But when the passion goes away, it becomes difficult. Nevertheless, I have someone against you because I have led your faith. Because first love is passion. Anybody who has been in love before will know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the first one, not the second and third one that. <laughs> Lady, Lady Remember was the one who told me, say, there's a, there are two types of marriage. Marriage by the heart and marriage by the head. <laughs> you know, you know say, 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 the, the, the passion one is by the heart. But after people grow up and they, are, they, they, they have gone through things. and you know, So that's why he said, like, like, when people marry young, it's usually by the heart. But when people work and they go older and they get older and they get professions and careers, when they are married, this time it's not by the heart. <laughs> <laughs> They rationalize, ask yourself, okay, does he have my money? What does this mean? What does it mean? There's that. A lot of calculations. It's not by the, it's, it's, it's no longer, I love him, I love him, he's cute. No, no, the, that time. Of, <laughs> ah. They don't look at cute anymore. So those type of, he told, he told me so there are two kinds of marriages. I mean, both work, but you just know that there are two different examples. He told me, I mean, both work. Look, he said, as I said, certain people don't marry with their heart, they marry with their head. Then yeah. 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 the they ask, do you have a job? This, that, what does it mean? <laughs> pay my, that's when you get it. I pay my bill, you pay my bill, you know, we do this, you come here, vacation, you go here. That's what type of, it's, it's all written out. That's different from the one that there's zero. We all eat from the same plate. 
We are going, we are coming. No plans. You, have, you don't even listen to counsel. They are telling you that this person doesn't have a job, he doesn't have a career. No, no. You have the, if you somebody have the audacity to say that, hey, your parents are persecuting you. Persecuting you! <laughs> Let's pray. Let's pray. Pray against all the evil forces. Meanwhile, you are fooling this boy who, who cannot even buy his, his, her own pants. But you are calling your parents evil forces. logical. See, that, that's passion. It doesn't make sense at all. And you, if you want to serve God well, you need to love God with passion. The reason why some of some people cannot come. You see, I'm showing you, you see, you need a certain passion to be here on Tuesday. The reason some people cannot be here married because it's not passion, it's calculating. I have an assignment, I have homework, I have to bath my children, I have to get up early. When you do all that calculation, the logical thing to do is to sleep and get up early. That's the logical thing to do. So without a certain passion for God, hallelujah, which defies logic, you will not be here. I'm talking about volunteer. Why should you go for rehearsal? Why should you travel for camp? Because when you travel for work and you came, they paid you. But this camp, when you travel and went, when you came back, you have lost money. They even collected money from you. <laughs> That's the difference. When your company sent you for conference for three days, when you came, they pay you. When, when Lighthouse asked you for, to come for a camp for three days, when you left, they took a pledge from you. <laughs> so it's not logical. But if you have a certain passion for God and his work, you do it. Hallelujah. Yes. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Without passion, you cannot serve God. You see, and without passion, you see, we want God to bless you. God to bless. Abraham, because they are passionate people. Passionate people. Hallelujah. Yes. Because you see, when somebody loves you with their passion, okay, when somebody loves you with their passion, it also sends the love to another level. And makes you want to do anything for the person. Yeah. Huh? That's different from somebody who is just losing their head to love you. Are you here with me, church? So we need passion. I say we need passion. I say we need passion. Number two, volunteers or people are example of hard work. It's the same thing. Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Acts 20.35 It says I have showed you all things how that by so laboring laboring you ought to support the weak and to remember the words of our Lord Jesus Christ I have said it is more blessed to, to, to give by laboring by laboring by laboring I have showed you all things that how so laboring Hard work. Look, lay people or volunteers are an example of hard work. I can tell you without a shadow of that. One of the things that if 
you see any successful lay shepherd, lay pastor, lay chorister, one character is a hardworking person. Yeah. Hard work. Lazy people cannot do it. I'm preaching. Lazy people cannot do it. And I've been a pastor for a while. Usually when you see people who are working hard, look, the same person who works hard in the church is the same person who works hard at work. Because it's a character trait. It is a character trait. I say it is a character trait. It flows. When the person is hardworking here, he's hardworking there. When he's hardworking, he's hard. when the person is lazy here, he's lazy there, he's lazy there. He's simply a lazy bone. <laughs> as simple as that. It's a, it's, it's a fact. It's simply a lazy bone. Lazy bones are lazy bones. Look, I can example, you know, even, even in our first lab, even in our first lab church, which Bishop has, and so on. You find that the ones who are doing well in school, who are steady, they are also the ones who are doing well in church. The ones who are sliding in school are sliding in church. It's a character trait. The people who work hard, those of you here, who have to get up and go to work early in the morning, because you have developed that character trait of work, that's why you are here. The ones who have nothing to do, they are still sleeping, and tomorrow morning they won't come to It's a character trait. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. If you see anybody, in fact, if you see anybody, usually, that is why successful people, listen to me carefully, and that's what I'm saying. That is why successful people, no matter which field they are in, have a common trait. Yeah. So you may find even a successful businessman who can identify with a successful minister. They have a common trait. Common characteristics. Leaders have common characteristics. When you have, you see somebody who has a winning attitude. So a successful coach is similar to a successful businessman. They all have this winning attitude, hard work. And they can do. They have a can-do mind. A pastor who is failing in his church has the same trait as somebody who is failing in his job. Because it's a character trait. No matter what you do. That is why people who have... You see, that's why when you have somebody who has a winning attitude, they don't quit. Like Donald Trump. <laughs> And despite all the nonsense people have said about him, the guy simply doesn't give up. We win, we win, we win everywhere. We win, it's going to be big. It's going to be big. <laughs> we win, we win, we win.
I'm preaching that. Listen. Uh, let, let me continue. We have only, we, we have only by, by next week this time we will know who is the president of the country. Hallelujah. It's not a problem. Our, our duty is, as Christians is to pray. I said we should pray. That's all. Let's pray for the will of God. Hallelujah. It's God who puts up one and put down the other. Amen. And about we should pray for the Lord. So we should live a peace and a quietable life. Amen. That's, that's our duty. Hallelujah. If you ask my opinion, I personally don't care who wins. I ask my wife, I tell my wife all the time. She's passionate about it. I'm not passionate. I'm passionate about church, not politics. This nonsense. <laughs> no, 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 no. If, you see, if, if I'm worked up, I'm worked up by the church, I house of God. This is why I see, I see them as entertainment. I watch and I laugh. <laughs> oh, to me it's entertainment. You see, because I believe, I believe, listen to me, church, and you are my, you are my children, listen to me. I believe strongly that my life is in the hands of God's economy. I don't care who is in charge. God is my source. My duty is just to pray that God's will be done. But as for my source, it's from, it's from God. He's my provider. He's my source. And even for those of you who are worried about immigration and things like that, let me tell you something. I'll give you a prayer. The Bible said that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Don't, no man can send you out of here. God say you be. <laughs> Instead of being worried about, oh, what does it mean? This is my immigration thing. What does it mean? Listen, listen. I can give you a prayer topic. When you wake up, Step outside or in your room. When you get up, begin to say that the Bible says, Where the sole of your feet shall tread, there have I given you. My soul of the sole of my feet is treading in the Bronx. The Lord has given me. I am not going in. <laughs> don't you believe the Bible? I said, Don't you believe the Bible? So instead of living in fear and I don't want to happen to you, rather say that, say, Where the sole of your feet shall tread. Open that verse. Read about it and pray. And see whether you will not remain here and God will not give it to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, It's a verse. Listen. Back to my message. Hard work. Hard work. Volunteer work is, lay ministry is hard work. Hallelujah. It is not easy to go and work night to five and come to church. It's not easy. So if you are lazy, you can't do it. It's not easy to go to school and come. It's not easy to be a mother. Like, I mean, mother taking care of two children. I mean, you read the question, look at all these little, little ones, and then you have to go, by the time you go above them to put them to sleep. I mean, if you think about it, the simplest thing to do is just lie down and watch some soap opera and then just sleep. <laughs> Are you hearing me? So it's hard work. I say hard work is required. Hallelujah. So may we, may we be examples of hard work. Amen. I say may we be examples of hard work. Amen. Yeah. May we be an example of hard work. Hard 
Mark was right. A soldier. Yeah. Work hard. I'm a somebody like me. I don't remember the last time I woke up by myself naturally. Charlie, alarm, alarm, alarm. I mean, I don't remember. Maybe you saw me. That I slept and then I woke up. <laughs> I mean, I need the alarm. Oh, yeah. And I'm having two. I have it one, one ring. I have a backup alarm. Alarm one, alarm two. Because sometimes the first one doesn't work, then the second one will kick in. She says sometimes the second doesn't work. Then I have a third alarm with a physical human being. <laughs> and that's what that's what you cannot ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's tired. Because tired people rule the world. I said tired people rule the world. Success is achieved by tired people. See a man diligent in his what is see a man diligent in his work. He shall stand. See a man diligent. Diligent means consistent, hard work. Person. See somebody diligent. He shall stand before kings and not mere men. You are not diligent at all. You go read your time. You don't pray. You don't visit. You don't work hard. You don't complete your work. And you are believing blessings from above. No. See a man diligent. Hallelujah. So listen to me. Let us be good. See, so let us be examples of hard work. Tell her, be an example of a hard worker. Say, be a good example of a hard worker. That's a good example. Yeah, a good example. See a man. Hallelujah. Example. I have I have been a pastor for too long, and I've realized that the ones who don't do a squat in church are the same who don't do a squat anyway. Lazy and excuses. I think they have an excuse. Well, when I went to the job, they said they only need three people. <laughs> they said they only need three people, and I was. I was uh, I, I, I was the fourth one, so they said. <laughs> <laughs> Excuses! 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 Always have an excuse. When I was trying to come, you know, I. I I, I realized I, I realized that um, um, the, 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 the they they said on the news that um, there's no there's no there's no uptown so uh, and, and, and then they said that um, the, the, the traffic is about three hour delay you know and so and, and so I knew that if, if, even if I go I'll be late so that that excuses. And see, and the Bible defines the sluggard. The sluggard. Or the lazy person. One of the futures to know that somebody is lazy is excuses. Also, the sluggard. 
or the lady this person says there's a lion on the way. So, so anytime you hear people giving excuses, it is pointing to you how lazy they are. A sluggard. A sluggard. A sluggard says there's a lion. I don't have this. Oh, you know, the reason I can't do this is because I don't have papers. There's no, 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 no. Please, stop that nonsense. A sluggard. Well, if only I had the fees paid for me, a sluggard. You always have excuse. No, I can't come because I have a... Uh, I I, I, the reason I don't come to church on Tuesdays is because I, I, uh, I have to wake up early. Who doesn't have to wake up early? Who doesn't have to wake up early? Oh, I live too far. Who doesn't live too far? See, excuses, excuses, excuses. It's a sign of laziness. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what yes. So, to lay ministry, I want you to, to be examples of hard working. Amen. And let me tell you something. Hard working has fruits. The Bible says, see a man diligent. Because you are even hard working in church, it will translate in your workplace everywhere and you will stand, not before me, but you stand before kids. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Build your church, Lord. Make us strong, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Join our hearts, Lord. Through your Son. Through your Son. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Make us one, Lord. Thank you. church build your church lord make us strong lord join our hearts join our hearts lord through your son through your son thank you holy spirit make us one lord in your body in your body in that kingdom in the Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for being good examples. May we be good examples to follow. Example in zeal. Example in hard work. Example in commitment. And Father, even example in prosperity. For you said, see a man diligent. He shall stand before kings and not mere men. Bless this congregation. May they be examples people would like to follow. Amen. And Father, I pray that our zeal, what is the zeal of the Father's house, should consume us. Amen. May we never slacken in our zeal. Amen. May no offense, no tiredness, Amen. no accusation Amen. cause us to slack in our zeal. Father, may you strengthen our hands to war. Amen. And thank you that we shall win every battle. Amen. We shall win every battle. Amen. We shall win every battle. Amen. Because our zeal will not fade. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.
We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.